What's up, everybody? This is the betrayed, the addicted, and the expert. My name is Brandon, and I am the expert. And I'm Ashlyn, and I was the betrayed. And I'm Kobe, the recovering addict. What you're gonna get is three unique perspectives on recovery and tools for hope and healing. Hi, guys. Welcome to the latest episode. We're excited to be here with you guys today. We're gonna start off by reading a review. This one says, thank you for the variety of content on this important topic. Very thankful for the fearless courage of Kobe and Ashlyn. Your vulnerability and honesty of your worst and best is encouraging. This is such a hard path to walk, and I don't know the outcome of my marriage will be. Um, oh, I don't know that the outcome of my marriage will be the same as yours, but I. But knowing there is a couple out there doing so well is very heartening. Brandon does an outstanding job pointing out the nuances of the behaviors behind addiction and recovery. I want this to be mine. Now, what to do when the addict is in denial, um, even after admitting? No pressure, just losing my mind over here for real. Thank you so much for all that you have shared. So that was, pretty, that was a pretty cool review. So thank you for that thank one. Thank you. That's great. Totally Guys, it cool. takes like 30 seconds to leave us a review and we'd love to hear from you. Totally. I love the, I love these reviews. They make my day. So thank you. It's awesome. Okay. Let's talk about betrayal, but we're going to talk about a whole different kind of betrayal right now um, than we normally talk about. We're talking about how the be- betrayed betrays herself. So let that one sink in for right. a minute. Right. It sounds confusing. Yeah. So what we're talking about is when when the the spouse or the person who's been betrayed um, relents on her truths, overlooks some things, um, just sweeps some things under the rug, or hides from from things when when they're broken, and um, she caretakes and enables the addict through that process um, because she's willing to sacrifice herself and give herself away because she's she's afraid to stand in her truths. So. That's what we're talking about today. Um, so, Ashlyn, do you have any experience with this? You know, as you were describing that, I'm thinking, hmm, I'm sure I have a zillion. Um, but the first one that comes to my mind is early on when we had not started recovery and we were living in the weeds, in the chaos, and didn't know that there were so many resources. And um, Kobe had... Um, we found, I had found out about his emotional affair, the first affair he had. And I remember our, he, uh, like our religious leader came and said, you know, just forgive and Kobe, don't do this again. And we went to a therapist, a family therapist who, you know, just said, Kobe, she figured out you have this addiction to pornography and you need to go to 12 step Ashlyn, you don't need to do anything. So I did zero. I did nothing. And so I um, was really mad still and couldn't figure out why. And so I know that a lot of family, a lot of friends looked at me as the beast in the relationship and Kobe as the could do no wrong, perfect husband kind of thing. And um, when I learned of betrayal trauma, I realized, okay, so that's, I feel like where I betrayed myself because I knew it hurt. Right. I knew that it was not okay. Right. And because someone told me that I needed to just forgive, I let it slide. Right. I think one of the biggest travesties about this whole dynamic of sex addiction and betrayal trauma is 
I, I am I, I am blown away as close that I work with people. I'm blown away by by women's intuition and ability to discern truth and know what truth is. And um, and I see it all the time where women lose that. They they still have the intuition, but they're afraid to stand up for it. They're afraid to stand in it and be empowered to to own who they are, what they feel, what they see, because there's so many consequences to doing that. And just like you just described, Ashlyn, you knew some things were true. You felt those things, um, but you had... You had certain people giving you other messages. You had reasons to just not face the things that you were feeling, and um, and it it uh, I, I don't in any way want to say it causes the addiction because it doesn't. Um, but what what it does do when you don't stand in those truths is it enables that that addiction to continue in the relationship because your emotions and your truths are saying no, this doesn't work for me. Um, but it's scary. It's scary to stand up in that. So. It's honestly, I look at that and I have a lot of regret that I did nothing. We didn't set boundaries. We didn't say, let's make changes. Right. It really was like, let's just forget this happened and really hope that we could make it. Right. Like, let's not talk about it again. Right. And Which, we didn't for right. so many years. Right. And, and how, yeah, how much destruction did that do? Right. Yeah. Like all of the, I was a night owl and so all the, all of the nights that Ashlyn would fall asleep on the couch and then I would carry her back to the room and then I'd go back out to the, to the, you know, the family room and watch TV. Like that's an example of how, of, of the depth of betrayal, but also the, the, the degree of manipulation that existed in our, in our marriage because Ashlyn was in bed wondering like, what is he doing? Right. And never set a boundary saying, dude, it's not okay for you to actually be out watching TV while I'm in the bed. Like, We're- why? What, what's that about, right? Well, well, and it's not about her controlling you and saying don't do that, but it's about her her opening up and being honest about how she feels totally. when you're out doing that. Totally, because right? we knew that you felt. Oh, right. I just never said a word. <laughs> right. right. But it was also, I didn't give you an opportunity to either. Like, I wasn't willing to talk about it either. If you were willing to ignore it and just avoid it, I was like all about that because I didn't want to face it either. I mean, I'll hear, I'll, I'll hear some things sometimes and I'll hear it and think, are you kidding me? Like that's so obvious. So, but but the spouse is is like skirting around what's actually going on. So things like, yeah, my husband was out until you know three in the morning the other night, and I don't know where he was, but he came home. But I was just glad that he came home, and he's always texting that friend of his who's a girl, and and you know, and he's hiding his phone from me. But I'm sure they're just friends, and I know, you know. But there's something going on in her gut. Um, that she knows is is true, but she can't stand up and 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 have that conversation with her husband because she's scared. Um, I see it a lot in things like like sex, for example. Um, he wants to push certain limits and do certain things and 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 things that she's not comfortable with, and she's thinking, "Where is this coming from? And why is he doing this?" And and so boundaries are being broken, but she doesn't. You know, she thinks maybe this is because he has a porn addiction, or but she 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 has a hard time voicing that and talking about that and and owning how she's feeling with it. So betrayal can even exist by simply just being quiet and not speaking what's in your gut. Right. Well, that's where the enabling can exist, and yeah, betrayal of herself. You're yeah. right, Kobe. Um, in fact, that I think that's where it happens most is is you betray yourself by shutting up. You just shut up and you don't you don't say it. And, you know, 
your, your head's telling you one thing. Your head's saying, okay, logically, I got to make this right. I got to make my marriage work. Your heart's saying another thing, which is this hurts and I'm sad. But your gut is saying something. Your gut's giving you some truth that says, this doesn't work for me. And he's pushing these limits. He's doing these things. But you know what? Gut, shut up because I can't have the conflict right now. I'm scared to do that and I can't be boundaried, right? And I absolutely had no idea how to do those things. I wasn't skilled enough. I hadn't um, accepted the fact that we were hurting that bad to get help. And so I think that was probably a huge part of it too, is I just, I shut up and I shut down. So I think two things that that will help um, for you not to betray yourself, well, maybe three things. One is to get educated so that you know what you're dealing with. So when certain things do happen, you can say, okay, I'm... I'm betraying myself right now, or this is addict behavior that I'm seeing. So you're educated. Education brings empowerment. It, it, it helps you be empowered. Um, the second thing is, is well, back, back to education first. That's why this podcast, we get such awesome reviews for the podcast because women listen to this podcast and they say, yes, that's what I go through. I understand more now what, what it is, and I know that I, ha- I can have a voice here. I'm not crazy. It's valid. It's real. Um, the second thing is support, is for you to call a sponsor or to call a friend or call somebody who's healthy who says, absolutely not. That's okay that you feel like that doesn't work for you, right? I support you in, in, in having that conversation or holding that boundary, but a support person will help you be empowered and, and give you the, the energy and the power to, to actually stand up for that. So not like saying he's a jerk and da, da, da. no, 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 not playing not a victim kind of to friend. the support person. No, like how oh, this is how horrible he is. But a friend who's going to say, I, uh, Ashlyn, I hear your truth. I know what it is. And I can, you can tell when your friends are trying to not be honest with themselves and a real friend will be like, no, be, be real. Ashlyn stand up for you. Have boundaries, right? Yeah. And, and we all need those people in our lives, I think. And I th- the boundary part, it's like have boundaries. And that might be a new concept to you if you're listening to this. And, and you might be the one who's betraying themselves. But, I've, again, a really simple way to, uh, to establish a line in the sand of what's okay, what's not okay, is simply by saying, this doesn't work for me. And you might, not, you, might not be able, you might not be able to articulate what behavior exactly doesn't work, but you can know in that moment, like, wait. That doesn't work for me, and you can just deploy that particular. And then, the, and then the response might come back from the, from the, the from the partner. Yeah, why? What's wrong with that? And you don't you don't have to combat it. You just have to know your truth is that behavior doesn't work. The question we get a, a lot is, I want you know I want recovery. I'm getting educated. I'm getting support, but he he doesn't. He knows he's a sex addict. Yeah. He, he he just doesn't want to do anything about it. He's saying that he's fine, that you know, that I'm getting over it, don't worry about it. You know, and, and so then it leads to this this kind of betrayal of herself when she says, Well, I know what recovery is, I'm educated about it, but I can't force you to do anything, so I might may as well just shut up and get over it and because you're not gonna do anything in your recovery, so I just need to live with it, right? And it, it puts a, a wife in a really tough dilemma because there she is saying, if I really do get honest with myself, 
Um, the, the truth is, is I don't want to be in this marriage where he's not going to fight for me. He's not going to care about our relationship. But if I really get honest with that, does that mean my marriage will end that he'll choose his addiction over me? And maybe that is the case. And I've seen it happen before. Um, but, but in my opinion, it's, it's either a slow death or a fast one, because if she stands up in her truth and the marriage ends, then she moves forward. If she doesn't, then the marriage is is ending anyways. The, the partnership, the the maybe the marriage won't end, but the connection in the marriage is is dying, and it's 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 not there at all, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, I I think, you know, standing up in your truth and being p- empowered in your relationship is always the right thing to do. So, and I, and I have to say this too. This is just from the perspective of the recovering addict to the betrayed it's like when you really do see that behavior and it's it's okay for you after the fact to come back and say all right i want two things i mean like the the the, one of the hardest times to implement one of these boundaries or one of these one of these statements to say this doesn't work for me is in the moment especially if you're if the if the person who's the addicted is in total denial and is highly manipulative but an easier way to be able to do that is to have the conversation after the situation has taken place when everybody's calm and you just say, listen, I want two things. I want safety and I want trust. And when this happens, that doesn't work for Get me. Get out of drama, learn how to communicate effectively, but then live that boundary, follow yeah. through with it. And right? and all you got to do is know and understand is that that's all you got to say is this doesn't work for me. And it's like, oh, what? And, and if the manipulation pours on, it's just like this behavior doesn't foster trust or safety. And I have to have those things. Yeah. I mean, there's good uh, DBT skills, dear man, it's called, that helps you meet your objectives. Um, there's, but, but I just say broken record it. Like if you I have totally a truth, just that. broken record that. And as much as they try to manipulate you and get you to just bro- like, you know what? This doesn't work for me. You know, I need, I, love that. I need, I need respect in our marriage and I don't feel respected. For sure. I need respect in our marriage and I don't feel respected. And you just broken record that. And then, and, but then also behind that have, you know, if it continues to be that I, that I'm not respected, then this is what I'm going to need to do for myself. I'm not going to control you, but this is the consequence with me. Right. So that's how a boundary works. It sounds so healthy when you say it. (laughs) It does. I wish we all could do that from the beginning. Right. My heart goes out to. To those who are listening here in this place, who who've been who, who are realizing just now listening to this, that they've been betraying themselves, and um, you know what, a man in recovery, um, when he sees his wife betray herself, he he won't like it. A man in addiction will love it. So yeah, a, a man in recovery true. will say, "Honey, like it, like be honest with me here. Be be boundaried. Be empowered. I want. I don't want resentment in our relationship. I want honesty and connection." A man in addiction will say, yes, good. She, I can get away with this because she'll relent and she'll give in and, and she'll sacrifice herself here. So um, you'll know you're in a relationship with, with a person in recovery when they're empowering you. They're, they're, they're your biggest cheerleader to be you. Totally. Right? And if blame takes place from the addict, just know that that's just more addictive behavior and it's not going to be based in truth. Absolutely. So stick to your guns. You can do it. Have hope that it's possible to change and find the right kind of specialized help. Like what the, the legend is right here. The expert, <laughs> Mr. Brandon. Exactly. 
So, guys, thanks for being here. If you have heard anything that you liked, please share this. There's no telling who um, can actually find education and empowerment from this particular episode to the point of saying, I want safety and trust in my relationship, and I'm going to stop betraying myself. So um, this can be very easily shared. But um, And if you've heard anything else, too, please leave us a review. That takes us moments. So thanks for being here, See you guys. See you guys.